With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, yeah, Rich, you got the whole season? I have. You had them on in the last break, I know that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. You want to do the whistling bit? No. no, no, no. Um, what was your good gun from, out. Yeah, what was your good from the weekend? <laughs> well, you have to delight in what Sydney did. From yes. going from being absolutely awful last year to winning, winning a final. First final ever played in, they mm. win. But there's also a tribute that we have to make to a member of our SEN family. A member of Australian journalism, not just sports journalism, Patrick Smith. We lost him yesterday, Mm. late yesterday, 71. It is very, very difficult to just put in a few words the capacity of a man who, through many, many words, changed sport. What he did to put the racism debate in a crystallised form was just brilliant. The way in which he could make the AFL Commission shake knowing that he was about to get his laptop out, was extraordinary. Just for everyone that's not totally familiar with him and uh, the later generation or the earlier generation, um, chief sports writer, football writer uh, for The Age? He was a sports editor at The Age and then moved to The Australian at the later stage of his career and had a column that you just had to read. If, If you didn't... If you didn't get a giggle in the sense of the way in which he was presenting it, you certainly would sort of stop and go, that's a really strong point. So in and your industry, not just the oh, people that paid the Patrick. money for the magazine, he was probably one of the most revered and highly regarded? Yeah, and people keep thinking about what he did in footy, but his mm. love for horse racing and his books on horse racing, but his style of writing. Now, this is a really strong point, Kim. We have lost those writers. We've got too many stenographers now. Mm. Who all they have to do is transcribe a radio interview and think that's a story. Well, well, Patrick, grab, Smith grab could, social media. Patrick Smith could write in a way that changed sport for the better. Now, there's a bit of tape in our SEN library that just tells you how he could be very cutting. His moment with Nathan Buckley. When was this? Oh, what would it be? 2002. 2002, that long ago. So Buck does fly. playing then, was he? Uh, Is he just at the end of his career? Uh, No, he's still still around there because he's 2003 Norm Smith medalist. Yeah. Anyway, have a listen to Norm Smith and Nathan Buckley as you get two powerful figures. Take a scorecard as well. You've ever had to uh, tweak the truth to to get a good story? No. Never. I'm offended. You're offended? (laughs) What about... um, Oh, well... It's not really tweaking the truth because it, the facts were as they were. But earlier in the season, um, I had my uh, the blood rule incident with Cameron Ling and you took a fairly strong stance at that. Well, I thought you were a very naughty boy. Well, I knew I was a naughty boy, mm. but um, you, you felt that it was a bit malicious at the time. I thought you broke a rule that players had respected for 10 years 
and not uh, transgressed, but you did. In the heat of the moment and all that, but I accept we all in the, do things in the heat of the moment and we ride against deadline and you do things in fierce pressure on the footy field, but we still have to be responsible for those consequences. Have, uh, have you read any of my columns? Hmm. What do you think? Yes, yes. I mean, everybody has to go through a cadetship. <laughs> oh. You realise they're not ghosted, it's actually, now you're offending me I think that's the sad part. That it's not ghosted. Mm. That it is your work. <laughs> Look, I'm actually quite proud of it, mate. Even though you might... No, I'm only joking. They really sing. They're, they're wonderful. I, uh, I've, do you, do you, what do you think of players that get their you, work ghosted? I am pulling your leg on that, you realise? No, I understand. I do that. like it. No, you got me. Mm. You know when someone reverts mate. to mate, mate, they're on the back foot. Uh, that was quite uh, compelling. Interesting character, Patrick Smith. Now, if you played district cricket with him in Melbourne, you'd know he was tough. Competitive, yeah. And probably would have written some tough columns about himself, about the way he behaved. But he mm. kept a lot of people on the straight and narrow. In racing and in football and in sport in general. I like it, Roots. It's a very mm. good good. Uh, the texts are coming through. Patrick Smith was a true journalist, unlike the... <laughs> Junkyard dog Rucci, that's uh, Ethel from Ethelton. Thanks, did you catch Ethel. up with her on the weekend? We did have a sip of champagne. Oh, that's amore. She hey? took off her shoes as well. Oh, smelly, smelly. <laughs> All right. Uh, my good is Mitchie Marsh. Uh, I thought it was a great comeback and it was a lovely mm. tribute to yes. his late pop. Uh, so it was a wonderful ton. Uh, my good also Brisbane to yeah. come down here and do it again. And Adelaide were prepared. They were ready. Home ground advantage. They wanted to address the imbalance mm. in the win-loss ratio. They couldn't do it. Sydney, brilliant, as you mentioned. But talking of Adelaide, Eloise Jones, the first player, as we said to Chelsea Bedell, to kick four goals in an AFLW final. Free kick Eloise Jones, and she can tie things up with a quick response. Goal apiece in the qualifying final. Jones, open goal, can she get it there from 48? Needs it to work back, and does work back! Season in front of the sticks, and she's kicked three this afternoon. It's a three-point game. Eloise gets there first, can she turn? She can, gets a look at the goals, kicks for goal number four! Brilliant! That was a beauty, that was a kick around the body on the right boot, where she took on the defender, and uh, it was about... 35 to 40 out around the body. She is a footballer. Nice she was work. brilliant. All mm. right, your bad Roach. One of our own, Simon Hill. Oh. When have you ever heard Hindmar Stadium referred to as Hindi? That's what he referred to, Cooper Stadium at Hindmarsh, as Hindi at the weekend. Have we got that or not? No, he put oh. it out on social media. So it's good to be here at Hindi. 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 Or Hindi Hindi. When's it ever been there? Yeah, I don't think that's going to float that one, no. Simon. No, that's a bad no, one. Put right. that one away, yeah, Simon. Yeah, stop trying to be a cult figure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the voice of uh, soccer. He'll, he'll get uh, back to us. All right, my bads are quickie. It's just a Crows record now, 3-8 mm. against uh, Brisbane. Uh, but total respect for Brisbane. You're ugly. You are the defending champion of the AFLW. You are... Me? No, Melbourne. Oh, sorry. And you cannot score a goal until the last oh, quarter yeah. in your first final? Come you know, on. You know Melbourne have owned the Kangaroos, no matter how good That's they've my been. Point. And it reminded me of that the 80s, yeah, when Glenelg were doing that to North Adelaide. Then mm. all of a sudden North Adelaide said, enough's enough, and they turned it around. I think it just got to that stage for North Melbourne. I remember on Friday when we went through all the AFLW finals, yeah. the one that I thought had the most tantalising options for an upset was North Melbourne, Melbourne, but not that sort of upset. Yeah, that, that was huge. I that like was it, Ruth. extraordinary. Uh, look, my ugly, and I know I say it during the AFL men's season, uh, the the exclusion zone. Mm. Now, they were, forget 
that it was for Adelaide. If it had happened, didn't matter who it happened to. Uh, we talk about it in the men's game. 50-metre penalty was given when Davidson was lining up for a goal for Brisbane. She was about 40 out. She's going back for a shot. She's not looking left. She's not looking right. And I apologise if I get this wrong, but I think it was the Irish girl from Adelaide, Yvonne Bonner, uh, may have been the player. Um, we did ask Chelsea off-air if she knew who it was, and they still weren't sure. But apparently, and look, you'd think she must have done it. I don't know. Goody two-shoes, goody two Mark Bickley will say the rule's the rule. And it is. But it's a silly rule. It's a silly rule. She follows her player down. She yeah. doesn't impact on the person with the football whatsoever. It's it's a big penalty, Rooch. I think it's a blight on the game. It's a little bit ugly. They'll argue that they brought it in to, as they say, keep the angles open because mm. that's what they discovered, that going yep. inside on a 45-degree angle is the most powerful angle, they say. Yep, yep. It's loading up. So she was going to kick it outside 50 to someone else, was she? Oh, we've seen it, Kim. <laughs> no, I've seen I've it. it. All right, that's the good, bad, the ugly. You can have a crack at that if you want a $50 IGA voucher.